welcome back to another episode of the Listen In Podcast. You are here with Sean and Jake. We are the only music podcast by music listeners for music listeners, and we are embarking on episode 104. Damn, man. That is, so if there's 52 weeks in a year, Mm -hmm. if we did exactly one episode a week for two years, this is where we'd be. Yeah, that's so pretty much right about accurate. Yeah, right about. We basically don't take weeks off. No, we don't. No days off. Hashtag no days off. No days off. Uh, rise and grind, Jake. But here's the thing about today, Sean, is like that it almost is kind of a day off because we don't have a ton to talk about. Not today. a lot. And that's because it's be- January 11th. The beginning of January, in terms of the music calendar, the music year, is pretty gross. And you know what I've noticed this year, actually? What's that? The release schedule for the upcoming weeks is like pretty barren. It is. I, I was looking at like there's a couple coming here and there. There's like a new first aid kit album, like a Tune Yards album. Nothing that we can hang our hat on because the last couple years, at least for us, we were excited for that new Japan. Well, I was really excited for the new Japan Droids album yep. coming out in yep. January last year. Dive put out one early last or two years ago. So like we got um we got Julie Byrne early last yeah, Julie year. Julie Byrne we, we got, were hyped for. Um we got Menzingers early last yeah, year. Yeah, so like was we, that February? Uh, it was like yeah, it was February, maybe close to March. So yeah, that one was January. a little bit later, but I feel like the last couple of years we've at least had some stuff to look forward to early on. Yeah. It hasn't really been the case this year too much. We just have Jeff Rosenstock still holding strong. Right. A couple of the things I've listened to here and there. Um, as a result, Jeff Rosenstock's getting a lot of listens. I'm starting me to too. I, I like know that album inside and out. Yeah, now. me too. Me too. Um it's really, really good. And we, and we talked about that on last week's episode. We so did. if you're interested in hearing some Jeff Rosenstock talk, check out episode one oh three. Jeff Rosen talk, you might Rosen say. Talk. Oh, if that would have been a good title. If he ever does a podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, it seems like he's a guy who's a personality, too. Yeah. He should call it Jeff Rosen Talk. Mm. It's a really good idea. That'd be sweet. He just talks politics. He probably would. <laughs> yeah, he probably would. Um, so let's dive in, Jake. We have a few topics here for Hot Thoughts. The first one, one of our uh, favorite indie rock artists, Car Seat Headrest, announced that uh, he's putting out a new album, sort of. Yeah. Next month. Yep. It's a rework of his 2011 Bandcamp album, Twin Fantasy. Right. And so my immediate take on this was like, even if it's good, this is definitely a disappointment, right? To hear this news that that's what it is. Yeah, because I thought we were just going to get like a new one. But I guess he's been touring for all of last year. He has this whole backlog of music that I think a lot of people just haven't really heard. I did go back last year. I did listen to it. There was some good stuff on here. It wasn't enough to like grab me and make me want to listen again. It was a little bit long, and I was like, ah, I have too much other stuff I'm listening to. So maybe this rework will maybe like polish up some of these songs a little bit. I'm sure bit it'll be way more polished. And we'll probably make them, you know, maybe a little bit more enjoyable. But yeah, I, I think I was a little disappointed to hear it was just a re release. Me too. So the press photos came out of Will Toledo. Is there a person alive more baby faced than Will Toledo? No. He is our age no. pretty much exactly, I think. Looks like he's 14. He looks really young. He's like a wall of hair, too. he got a ton of hair. He might have thicker hair than y- you and I. He might. Yeah. He might. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, he is an interesting-looking guy. He looks like still like he's a, a fucking teenager. Quick. He, and, and he has a voice. You know who he is? he's similar to in that regard, who he reminds me of? Also a musician, also baby-faced, also deep voice, is Beck. 
Yeah. He reminds me of Beck. That's you, a good point. If you look back at young Beck, yeah. like in his 20s, he looks really, really young. Yeah, he, he does. looks like a little kid. Yeah. And both of them have these like pretty deep voices. True. True. Quick sidebar uh, about the thick hair. You know what's a game changer at the barbershop is getting your hair thinned yeah. with the thinning shears. Oh, dude. with my I have to do that every time when, or it's too puffy. With my uh, big haircut that came a couple weeks ago, yeah. going from pretty long to now like medium whatever length. Yeah. The he thinned it, yep. and it I can like put my yeah. hands through it easily yeah. to the point where I was like, dude, am I, am I losing hair? Right, because I forgot what it felt like. Right, I know it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's like pretty necessary for us yeah. though. Good problem to have. Real relatable for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure people love this. for a lot of people. Um, okay, yeah. So new car seat headrest is coming. I you know it'll probably be good. But I'm tempering my excitement. Me, yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, another album. Here's that, one I'm full on excited that, for. Yeah, that we have coming out in March. This one, Frankie Cosmos. Mm. This was one of our favorites of 2016. Yeah, Next Thing was an album um, that came out in 2016 that really grew on me through the year. I think it ended up being in both of our like top 10s of the yeah, year, top 15s. Yeah, it was. Um, th- Frankie Cosmos just like has me, dude. She's like, I am totally in on her now. I listened to the new single that came out yeah. today. Jesse, I think it's yeah. called. Um, and the thing is with Frankie Cosmos is like, even if you don't immediately click with the song or whatever, it's just so easy to keep listening to. I listened like yeah. four times just because I was like, I don't have anything else on the, my docket, so I'm just going to keep right. kind of spinning this and like see if it clicks. And it's, it's definitely good. I think it'll fit better in the context that of the That was my album. take too because I remember when Next Thing first came out, I listened probably three or four times. I was like, yeah, I like it. It's fine, but I don't love it. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm just going to keep listening to this because it's so easy to listen to and so quick and breezy. And I ended up loving it. I have a feeling this song and this album will probably be a lot of the same where, like, you're going to need to listen to it more. Um, Because I I was like, yeah, this song's good. It doesn't, like, jump out at me or anything. And I think in the context of the album, it'll probably be, like, a favorite. I had some trepidation when I saw what the album cover looks like or I guess what the... the cover for the single looks like and because uh, it's like this stark white wall with like a tub and a dog yeah. in the, and I was like oh it looks like it's going to be like a more produced album and I don't know if that's what I want I'm not, I don't know if I'm yeah, ready for like more yeah. production from Frankie Cosmos I, it wasn't really it case. really really was a little case. bit more polished that, and that is also like a textbook example of judging a book by its cover 1000% then that's why they always say not to do that, that's, Sean. They do say that. They do. So, so listeners, they do say that. take that for what you will. Yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover. You heard it here first. Yeah. Here's, uh, speaking of judging books by their cover, Jake, festival lineup announcement season, season, S-Z-N. 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 Sure. Season. Mm-hmm. Uh, festival lineup announcements came out. We had Bonnaroo, Coachella, Boston Calling all came out this past week. And there's a trend here. Jake, where it seems like it's a lot of, um, I don't want to call it festival lineup filler artists, yeah, but that's how it feels. We're just kind of all the same artists, and then Eminem. Eminem's everywhere. Eminem is like, load me up on the festival circuit. Give me that festival money. He's a headliner in all three of the ones we're discussing today. Um, here's my thing, Sean. Is it a hot take at all? That I'm not excited for festival season and like basically don't care about it. No. Well, I don't think it is right. because I am with you. I have completely turned on festivals after Boston Calling last year. I had a decent time. I had a good time. I, but I was like, wait a minute. We paid how much money for this? Mm-hmm. 
to basically stand in lines for hours and hours, like not be able to go to the bathroom, not be able to like buy food when we want it, and then pay an arm and a leg to get food. It right. was just such a hassle. And then I realized, I was like, you know what? I did see some good artists there. I had some good memories of shows, but like, yeah. you really, really have to put an effort in if you want to see the people that you want to see, and it's going to come at the expense of other artists that you might want to see as well. I don't think it's worth the money. And it's tiring. Yeah. And um, you, you end up getting like day drunk and then getting a hangover. And like kind of tired. Dude, last year, the first day of Boston Calling, I had like the worst migraine of my uh, yeah, life. Yeah, I remember. A on, lot of people were sick that we went with. On the like two mile walk we had back home. <laughs> yeah. I, had, I, had, we, oh, I borderline couldn't look up. <laughs> you know. I had such a bad know, migraine. Like people were struggling. Yeah, it was tough. And um, So yeah, not super excited for festivals um, in general. No. Looking at the lineups, so for us, Boston Calling would be the one that we like could realistically probably go to. I think I think Boston Calling is the best lineup too. Yeah, and so like, but I, okay, let's talk about headliners here at Boston Calling: Eminem, The Killers, Jack White. To be honest with you, I don't want to see any of those in a headliner context. I no, don't care because what you learn about a headliner at a festival is it's like the worst show, really, unless you're going to get right up front, right, or within the first like hundred rows. But if you are one of the people who ends up coming from another set over to the to the headliner, and you're way in the back, you're, you're, you're like like a quarter mile back from the <laughs> fucking know. act. Yeah, you can't see them. No, and you're like, well, I'm just hearing like way too echoey yeah. and like not a good version of songs I know. And I also the only reason I can see the artists is that they're on a screen. Right. That, ev- that even the screen looks small from right. here. Right. Um, so yeah, to be honest, like Eminem is someone who I like generally, but have never like gotten way into. So he's not someone who really is a big draw for me. I guess it would be kind of cool to see Eminem, like mm-hmm. just to say I did it. The Killers would probably be a good show, and Jack White. If it was a White Stripes, you might have me, but right. something about Jack White solo just doesn't like it doesn't, doesn't do it, do it, for, it for me, me either. either. And yeah. I'm sure he'd play some White Stripes songs or some Rack and Tours songs and stuff, which would be cool. But yeah, I just I don't really care. The National are there, which is cool, but I've seen them like six times already. Do yeah. I need to see them again, especially at a festival? Maybe not. Fleet Foxes. Fleet Fox again. Seen, seen them, them a twice. couple times. Seen them twice. Saint Vincent would be cool to see. I, I saw Paramore, who's who's on the second line of this billing. I saw yeah. Paramore at Meadowbrook here in New Hampshire. They yeah. put on a good show. I'm not like way into Paramore. That'd be kind of cool. Tyler the Creator, I like. I bet he would put on like kind of a fun show. Although yeah. I'm, I'm iffy on seeing rap live. I know it's like not my I favorite. I, I think the best artists at Boston Calling are a little bit further down the bill, like Julian Baker, Always, Menzinger, Big Thief. Perfume Genius, Big Thief, Alex Genie, like those are probably the most interesting. Charlie Bliss is going to yeah, be there. Yeah, like that's a decent. And it, it looks like they have like a podcast thing going on with Pod Save America. You, you know, have I, you listened to that by the way? I have not. It's is supposed it, to be great. It's it, like it's like always at the top of the iTunes charts. I appreciate Boston Calling for getting people or artists that are a little bit left of center. Yep. Like they're not. Like, if you look at the Bonnaroo or Coachella lineups, like, you're not getting Big Thief or Always or Alex G or stuff like that. They, they kind of cater to people in our demographic I, yeah. who, who are into, like, kind of that, like you said, a little bit left of center, a little bit emo, maybe punk, or just, yeah. like, kind of straight up alternative indie right. type of thing. Um, yeah. I Oh, Citizen, too. I listened yeah. to that new Citizen album uh, a couple weeks ago. Solid. 
And um, I like that they do like the comedy and podcast and like film festival stuff too, like as an alternative. So I, I think Boston Calling does a good job. Oh, Sean, did you notice uh, that Pussy Riot will be there? Pussy Riot, yeah. I've, you know what? Pussy Riot long Pussy Riot. song I love is just the song I. Li- listen to that at the gym later. Wait, is that is that's Pussy Riot? Oh no, that's perfect pussy. Right, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Dude, sorry. Yeah. When you're going through your, when you're going through your little like notepad of ba- potential band <laughs> right, names, right? And you, you pass like the wallpaperists, <laughs> and then you get down to that. Why do you choose I, perfect pussy? I don't know. You're li- honestly like if it's, you, it's to make people sort of uncomfortable and be like, whoa. I get it. I get it. You have to have, and I again, music is not about it's about art, not about money, right? But you have to have next to no business acumen <laughs> to call your band perfect pussy. Next to none. You have, yeah. you have to have almost no sense. <laughs> or like be so punk you don't. I think that's the thing. That you're subverting it. I think that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah the I thing. think that's what it is. I, yeah. I, listen, I get it. it it's, a, it's a little much. It is. It is. Now, Jake, if we look at the Coachella and Bonnaroo lineups here, yep. these are a snooze fest. Yeah. <laughs> The weekend, SZA, Kygo. Well, here's the thing, dude. Like, I feel like let's let's be careful here because I think for a lot of people, seeing the weekend, SZA, I I I don't know who Kygo is. Kygo, I only know who Kygo is because my sister and brother-in-law always put on like Kygo remix radio on Pandora. Okay, it's like pro- produced. Think of like. Um, Maybe like a more poppy purity ring or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, like, it's not, I don't love it. Dude, I, Jamiroquai. Know, Jamiroquai, dude, play some canned heat. You know, um, I, I, the war on drugs in St. Vincent's I, cool. Vince yeah. Staples is cool. Yeah, yeah. And then the small print, I. Phew, you got Perfume Genius. Hey, Greta gonna, Van Fleet's going to be there on that first day. There you go. Um, let me see. Fleet, oh, you know, second day, you got Fleet Foxes, Heim. I would dig that all right. Beyonce would be kind of cool to see. Yeah, she would be kind of cool to see, but like... You wouldn't see her. No, no, Again, you wouldn't. And it, you'd be in the fucking parking here's lot. Here's the thing. It, it seems to me, this year more than any other year, that they got massive, massive, like, headliners. Yeah. Like, Beyonce's obviously massive. The Weeknd's massive. Eminem's uh, massive. You know what would be cool on the third day is Kamasi Washington. That would be cool. I bet you could get up pretty close for Kamasi. You probably could. People aren't going up for no, jazz. People no, don't give a shit. No, no. But it seems like the slightly less big font names don't deserve the spots that they're in. Like, is Haim really the second most popular person on that second day behind Beyonce? Like, Tyler, David uh, Byrne, like, Alt-J, Post Malone, that's the best we can do for, like... Really? David Byrne's kind of a legend. Uh, Tyler, the creator... It might be more popular than we think. Heim, I, Heim though, like what is weird in second? Yeah, it's weird. Even there. like Portugal, the man being third on the on the third day. Dude, Post Malone though is someone who I have not made an effort to. You like, know what? Understand. I like that album. That Stony Stone. There's some good songs on there. I, uh, I like that. I can get down. With I'm not that. giving it. I'm not seeing him at Coachella. But uh, where is Coachella held anyway? Uh, California. I have no frame of reference for Post Malone, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think this okay, Sean, Coachella lineup looks like shit. Here's one for you. Flatbrush Zombies is a band that I always, always see on festival Dude, lineups. They were at the, Boston Calling last year. I still yeah. don't know what they are. I think they're yeah. a rap collective. 
maybe they could be a fucking bluegrass band though for all i know there are so many of those jungle is another Uh, one that just gets plugged into every festival lineup i feel like big thief second day here's the thing about about festival lineups though it's too much it's overwhelming it's too much i I look at it and i'm like it feels like a a fucking assignment it feels like i have to explicate a poem yeah like I'm looking through these like massive blocks of text, and I have to find the ones that are worth it, and then do a, a, a fucking an opportunity cost analysis to determine is it worth making the trip, spending the money to see this many artists, like which ones are headliners, which am I going to get the bang for my buck on? Right. It feels like a, like an assignment. It, yeah, it does. It feels like work. To, to parse through. And you know what, dude? No one else. Most people don't think about it that way. No, of course most not. Because they're like, same. Oh, yeah. Well, like it's a fun. Oh, it'll be fun. It's like no, it won't. Like why would it be? Nothing's f- fun. <laughs> uh, here's one, Jake, that I think is on every single lineup ever that I've seen. Chromio. I don't know what Chromio is, but they're all, they're somehow like in the middle font of every festival ever. Here's a fun game. This could be a segment. Do you ever make assumptions about what an artist is? One million percent based so on their name, right? For example, yeah. you say what you thought Chromio. Chromio was. is like this electronic uh, artist. I just thought Chromio was a rapper. That's that'd be my second guess. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. Vance Joy, no interest. No. The drums. San Holo is someone I've never heard of. No, me neither. But I, I, it attracted my attention because of the the Star Wars, uh, right? Tie and, in. There. And you know, if we look at Bonnaroo, let's take a look. It's basically the same. We have Eminem, The Killers, Muse. Did Muse- could you could you pick a more boring? Headliner than Muse. Me, no. Well, Muse, so here's the thing. The other day, um, I was taking a drive. I was with big friend of the pod, Mary-Kate. We were driving around, and she suggested Supermassive Black Hole in the queue. I was like, all right, I'll throw that good, Yeah, good song. They sure. have like five to ten really good they songs do. that I like. They and do. again, I never listen to albums. Yeah. I think you listen to some, right? I did, yeah, yeah, I've listened to some. Um, I never really tried with them. There's, there's some good songs. If you look at the covers, the album covers of new Muse albums... They look so soulless and yeah. shitty and like yeah. just like yeah. just complete they look like just this metallic yeah. clinical thing I would not want no part of. And that's kind of always how I felt. I haven't even listened to any of those, but I'm just like, no, I I, I don't have an interest. Here's a big thing for you. How about uh speaking of billing and where people are in the in the lineup uh poster in terms of font? How about Sturgill Simpson, our boy, getting second-tier, second-line billing right into the killers? I was really surprised by that. Is this because it's in Manchester, Tennessee, and it's more of like a country? Is he from Nashville, or is he from Tennessee, maybe? I I don't know, but... But he's a country artist. Yeah, so maybe it makes more sense. Nashville, yeah, I can see that. And he kind of has that, like, crossover appeal where, like, people like us like Sturgill and, like, country people like Sturgill, so... Bonnie Vare will be there. Yeah. Dude, what's what's bass nectar? I, I don't know. I don't know either. You could have put any two words together and asked me, I, and I would have had no idea. Yeah. Um, I'm oh, looking... oh, here's one, Jake. I've never seen this artist at a uh, at a festival before. Sylvan Esso. Wow, there they've never been on a festival billing before. No, not that I could tell. Oh, you know what? I, I got. I got a uh, Chromio's on this one too. Of course. Yeah. I, <laughs> game respects game here, and I don't really know what that means in this context. Um, Alice in Wonderland is actually a. <laughs> Awesome pun for a performance. <laughs> it is. It is. First name. I was noticing that too. First name Allison. <laughs> yeah. Last name Wonderland. That's just really funny. I don't how, know what they are. How about let's play the game. Assume, make an assumption about what Allison Wonderland she's is. She's psychedelic, like uh, singer songwriter, like but like 
sort of uninteresting. That was my guess. My guess, I would also guess like closer in ilk to like a Florence in the Machine, but okay. like weirder, like weirder I was, and a little more rootsy. I was thinking freak folky, but with like electronic elements. Okay, I can see that. Japanese uh, breakfast will be there. Sean. How about this, Jake? T Pain of uh, I fell in love with a stripper fame, kind of way down there in the in the small font. Yeah, you know what's hot in the streets right now, and by right now I mean probably like six months ago, and yeah. I just heard of it. What's that? Is um, T Pain? I think he did a tiny desk concert, and evidently his, okay. his his real voice is awesome. That's yeah, I heard about that too. I heard about that. Uh, Moses Sumney down there, D- dude. You're really. I haven't heard of many of the people in the small font here. No, me, me neither. Like, there, like, it, it, here's another one for you. How about uh, Moon Taxi? Let's guess what Moon Taxi moon is. Moon Taxi is... I could see this going a couple ways. I could, too. This could just be a band, like a straight-up band, like a rock right. band. But I, I, I'm assuming Moon Taxi is minimal singing, lots of electronic instrumentation. Yeah, I I thought of, it's one of those bands where like you go and take drugs to them. Yeah, I thought of Moon Taxi as either like they're like a band that they're doing a we're a modern Grateful Dead thing. Okay. Or or it's like just EDM. Just that, straight yeah, up. that's kind of yeah. Let's I, look I up what they are. Let's, let's confirm. Here here's one, Jake. How about how about Rag and Bone Man? What, what do you think? I think he's like a, a southern rapper. Dude, that's what I'm assuming. Uh, Rag and Bone Man. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go, I think Rag and Bone Man is like an old blues singer. Okay. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Moon Taxi is an American indie alternative rock band based in okay. Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, okay. So, so like a rock band, yeah. Just basically a rock yep. band. Let's Rag and Bone Man. Yeah, let's see what he's all about. Rag and Bone Man is... Rag and Bone Man is an English singer-songwriter. What? He, Dude, look at this guy. He looks like, uh, like uh, what's his name there? The, the ju- Action Bronson. Oh, he does. He Holy looks like shit. Action Bronson. How about this one, Jake? We'll, we'll do one more. Rebolution. Get it? Not revolution. Rebolution. You're going to have to maybe break that down for me some more. <laughs> um, Rebolution. Rebolution. All right, my guess is that revolution is... A like you know what I think they are? It's 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 mostly mashups of like existing ooh, songs. Ooh, interesting. Like kind of like a um, uh, girl talk thing. Okay, I'm gonna guess some kind of like reggae band. Oh, dude, you're probably right. Let's, Let's look see. It up. Revolution. Um, Revolution. Ooh. Hit the nail on the fucking head, dude. You did. I did. A reggae music band yes. formed in Isla Vista, California. Yes. Dude, you know what? I think in the future, listeners, let us know what you think. I think this is the way to go with, with um, <laughs> yeah. festival reveals. Yes, I agree. Is just, just have, guess. have yeah. us haplessly yeah. try to guess what people are. <laughs> Based on l- the l- names. L- let's do one more. Okay. Okay. You, right. you pick this one. Okay. Uh, hippie Sabotage. <laughs> what is Hippie Sabotage? Okay. Hippie Sabotage... Wants to be Jefferson Airplane, okay, but can't, and they f- they they think being interesting is having lots of like EDM shit mixed okay, with okay. some rock music elements, and it's not good. I'm gonna take a risk and say that hippie sabotage is somehow rap related. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, like, okay, I'm gonna okay. take a, a hard left turn. Okay, I, I could see that. I'm gonna Google it, hippie. 
sabotage is okay it looks like it might be it's a California EDM duo See? composed of brothers Kevin and you know who they look like is they look like the dudes in uh, 21 pilots okay yeah so I, I think a lot of these Jake are just like bad EDM artists Right. Because that's what is appealing at these giant festivals where you're basically, like, I think Molly is easier to get than food is. You know? Probably. And all these 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 kids out there, they're all just stardust as, uh, what, what, what's her name there? Joni Mitchell said in Woodstock. They're out right. there just, like, right. shirtless and going crazy. Yep. They could use a grilled cheese, man. Dude, absolutely. You gotta eat it's while you're there. Carbs. How many people do you think die per year at each of these festivals? I actually don't think anyone does. I think every now and then someone does. Not every, but like every year. I don't think you're banking on a death every year at one of these I, well, festivals. Well, dude, when I was in, in college, a girl who was in my class died at a festival. Where, which of, one was it? I don't remember was what it festival Fest? was. It, no, it wasn't Firefest. It was because of Molly, though. Damn. Yeah. Got a bad batch. It was sad. Uh, so, yeah, listeners, let us know what you think about these festival lineups, if you're excited, if you're going to go, etc. And And tell us that we're wrong, because frankly... There's a little group think that goes on between Sean and me because oh, we're both 100%. basically in the, in our head we're both old men already. Yes, I may as well be retired and like staring death down the. We're only young in, in body and uh, barely. And that even that me. is iffy. Um, all right, Jake. Let's move on here. We have a quick show and tell slash trust tree. Yeah, it's more like a tell all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's more, like an ex, it? it's more like an expose yeah. of our actions. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, uh, we went to go see Pup in Worcester, Massachusetts at the Palladium. They were actually not the headliner. They were the second opener. and They were in between the guitarist from My Chemical, My Romance. Chemical Romance and the headliner who was Thursday. Who we've never listened to. No, so here's the thing, listeners, who are out there who are like emo... Uh, you know, people who have been in it from for decades. We haven't listened to Thursday, no. and I'm not. I have not made the effort no. to get into no. them. I no. honestly didn't know they were playing. I didn't either. I thought Pop was just the headliner, and I was kind of disappointed when I found that they weren't. Yeah, me too. So we get there. It's a it's a cool enough venue. We found a good spot. Get a couple beers. Pop comes on. They put on a great show, and we were kind of like, "Hey, do you just want to leave?" Yeah. So big shout to big friends of the pod, Josh and Kevin, yeah. who came along for the ride and came to the show, uh, and who I think, especially Kevin, would have liked to have stayed. Yeah. Because he likes to stay for the whole show, but we kind of and, and here's the deal. Won I, the day. I had an all-time like bad mental health day that day. Sure. I don't think I woke up to like... 3.30 or 4. Or, like, I was up. I didn't get out of this bed. This was right like, around Christmas. To, like, 3.30 or 4. I barely wanted to be there for Pup, to be quite honest with you. you know, and I hear you. And I'm not blaming you. Yeah. I wanted to leave just yeah. as much. Honestly, yeah, I wasn't I, feeling it. When I realized that Pup was done, and that a band that, even though they're, like, considered kind of emo legends, that I didn't know and had no context for was next, I was like... I get a couple hours back. Yeah. I was like, dude, I get to go home. Like, maybe I'll read a little bit. Yeah. I was excited because I got, I was like, I have, I won't get home and it'll be too late to do anything. Right. I was like, I'll get home. I'll have a little time to, right. you know, maybe do something here or there. In fact, right. I'll probably just waste the fucking time. Right. Right. But, um, so I was relieved. And the question is, is this a trust tree or is it not? What do you do, listeners? If you're at a, a show and you don't know the headliner, 
would you leave? I will say this. There seemed to be a lot of people leaving. I after think a Pup. lot of people did leave. I, I feel like Pup were the main draw, especially for the younger audience there. Right. I got to say, man, Pup rips. They Pup put on awesome. a hell of a show. They're great, great man. And they, they, their style of music is really, really cool. Yeah. The way it's like, it's punk, but it, it has it's a different thing. It feels more yes. full bodied than punk. Yeah. It's like, it's a really, really fucking fast Because there's like music. riffs, you know? There's riffs, and it's just like, it's just like rock music turned up to like 150%. Yeah. It's just yeah. faster. It's yeah. faster, more aggressive. I guess that's what you call punk music. <laughs> right. So right. I don't know what kind of mental gymnastics I'm working myself I know what here. you mean, though. They're like a slightly different thing. And that guitar, the lead guitarist in that band is like, he can shred. And yes. the the, uh, the drummer is great. Yeah, they're they're great. I, I really enjoyed them. I will say I have no regrets about Lee. I don't either. No regrets. No, no reason to regret anything. Uh, final segment here in this abbreviated episode. Let's both do a, a quick recommendation of the week, Jake. What do you have? Okay, so um, this is—I don't know if you know many people have heard of this one from you. No, and th- this is this is actually kind of a big thing for me because um, I've never said on the podcast before uh, that I am a fan of the Beatles. I've never mentioned it. No, it just has never come up. No, we've never done full episodes dedicated to them. No, nope, nothing nope, like that. No, nope. there's there's we never have like praised them just to probably an annoying degree. Mm-hmm. I've never even mentioned the fact that I liked them before. Um, here's the thing. I have had, because it's been a sort of a lull of a week in terms of new music coming out, but listening to a lot of podcasts, one I listen to is Tim Heidecker of Tim and Eric, and he is a big music fan, and a lot of times he'll talk about music, and this week he ranked his Beatles albums. Mm. And he, at uh, number one, he had Rubber Soul. Number two... He had with the Beatles. Wow. And I was like, and then number, number three, he had Revolver. I think four was Abbey Road or something. He kind of a, an irregular list, but yeah. I thought it was cool. And you could tell he listened. Um, so I re listened to with the Beatles because it's always been near the bottom of my list. Right. It's incredible. It's so good. It's the For anyone who doesn't know, it's the Beatles' second British album, their second full length. And I think I've made this distinction is like, I've always said that I like Please Please Me more than with the Beatles. I don't know if I can rightly say that anymore. Mm-mm. I still love Please Please Me, but Please Please Me was made by like a different band. Right. That album, their first album, Please Please Me, is like basically a Mercy Beat skiffle record. Mm. It's like the Beatles doing some covers and a couple originals. And the the cool thing about Please Please Me is you're like, it was recorded in a day, there's this great energy, and it's basically this amazing, like Britain's best live band doing essentially a live record. Mm. Minimal, absolute minimal overdubs. And it's incredible for that. And there's some awesome songs on their great performances. With the Beatles is where like it starts with It Won't Be Long, and then it comes in with All I've Gotta Do, and then All My Loving, Don't Bother Me. Has two of my favorite covers by the Beatles Please on there, Mr. too. Postman. Yeah, and, and uh, You Really Got a Hold On Me. Yeah, right, and Not a Second Time is a good yep. one on there. Um, there's a couple clunkers. I've never been huge on Little Child. Oh, no, that's probably, like, the worst on there. But even songs like I Want to Be Your Man, where I, when yeah, I was younger, I, I, I didn't really like yeah. it. I was like, ah, that song is kind of good. I also really like Money. That's one, yeah. I want. that's one of my favorite of their, like, track list closing blues yeah. covers, which is always a, a low point of early right. Beatle records. This opened up Pandora's box for me, and I listened to a lot of early Beatles this week. But with the Beatles, underrated, dude. If you, okay, I know, I don't have to tell you because you've always been beating the drum. Yeah. But for listeners out there who have gotten into the Beatles somewhat, check out with the Beatles a little bit because they make this transition seemingly overnight from being 
a very, very, very good live band who does some covers and some originals really well and clearly has something to the fucking Beatles. Right. They turn into that, like, from one record right. to the next. It's kind of cool to see. It is. It's awesome. Uh, my recommendation of the week is this new album by Sidney Gish. Uh, it's called No Dogs Allowed. It just recently came out. What I would compare this to is Frankie Cosmos. Very, very similar. I think she even references her at one point. She goes, I think she references uh, I'm 20, washed up already. Oh, really? Uh, she says that on here. So very, very similar. I guess she's from Boston. She is just 20. She's like in college. Um, So I think this has been getting some good press. It got a good review on Pitchfork. I think it's 7.7 today or something. And then I've seen um, The Alternative, uh, Get Alternative, recommending it as well. So been hearing some good stuff about it. Decided to check it out. Listened two times in a row. I was like, wow, these are immediately catchy. Some really good songs on here. So Sydney Gish, No Dogs Allowed. I would recommend it. Um, I'm going to have to give that a spin. yeah, Yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, so that about does it for this week's episode. A little more abbreviated, real short, tight episode. Week. I think this was good, though. Not a ton to talk about. Basically, what we revealed on this episode is that we are washed. Yeah. And that yeah. we don't know 8 out of 10 music festival artists. No. We no. And are... I don't want to. And I don't want to go. I don't want to go to a festival. I'm not going to go. I, I might go. I might go to one day of Boston Calling if the stars align and a lot of those lower build people are there. Yeah, maybe... I might go... I don't give a fuck about these headliners, though. I'm sorry. Maybe that's the move this year. Go to one day. Yeah. If if it aligns. Listeners, tell us what you're doing and tell us about how old we are. Yes. And boring. Yes. And washed up. Yes. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Strong in 2018, week two. And by going strong, I mean going weak because it's going to be a minimal episode at best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what I wanted to talk about was I went to the dentist mm. this week. Oh, an early January dentist visit? That's enough to, like, kill myself. It just just hear this phrase, Sean. Okay. January 9th at noon, dentist appointment. Oh, you got to leave no. work, like, tell your coworkers... And be like, oh, like I gotta go to a dentist appointment, and you gotta go and do it. Here's what I, I've realized um, about the dentist, Sean, is that this is the thing I really don't like. It, it, they hurt my feelings. They always do. Because I go in there, like, they, dude, I went in a fucking cock on a walk this time. Yeah. Because I was like, I've been flossing more right. often. I was like, I'm gonna do great. They're like, they're gonna love me. I show up. And this fucking hygienist, yeah. who's giving me a floss, she's like, she's like, so you're gonna, uh, you're gonna want to floss more often. <laughs> she's like, I'm seeing some inflammation. She's like, and she t- she gives me this fucking spiel. Get this. She goes, she does the old like, it'll when you uh, the next couple times you floss, there will be some bleeding. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? I've been doing a great job, doing a bang up job. It's like, yeah, you know why I there's feel, inflammation in bleeding? Because like I flossed twice today to not embarrass myself in front right. of you. And you're like poking my mouth with shit that like shouldn't be in there. Also, going to the dentist has changed. When you're a kid, it was everything was softer. 
Yeah, now, yeah, now cleanings yeah. are all for me at least the yeah. way they, they clean my teeth now. It's they use fucking metal hooks, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like what happened right. when I was a kid? It was totally different. Right. They just now they just scrape the fucking back of your tooth I with know. metal hooks. I know. Give you a quick brush and then they bring a person in to tell you it looks fine. Right. It sucks, man. I get so nervous that like I'm gonna have some kind of cavity like internally. Well, dude, it, like in between my teeth. I had so many cleanings consecutively with fillings or, or mm. with cavities discovered. Yeah. At, at, through a certain stretch of my life that I was convinced they just did it as like maintaining business. Dude, that's what I thought last time. I went in. I've been doing fine. I've been doing great. They do this fucking thing though. They're like, they do the X-ray. They're like, ooh, we gotta we gotta keep an eye on G four in the lower left quadrant of his mouth. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And I think they do it on purpose to be like, I don't know where this is. I don't know what's going on. So I leave, and I'm like, well, I don't have to really deal with this for six more months. They said they're just keeping an eye on it. So I'm sure I'll go back in next time. It'll be fine. I go and they're like, yep, we definitely have to take care of this now. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Like we're doing two at once, right next to each other. We're just gonna bang. I'm out. I'm like, uh, I don't feel or see anything wrong with my teeth, like, at all. Right. If well, you're like, no, we're going to do this, like, crazy procedure so we can line our pockets. I've never been confident, like, what a cavity looks like. No. Here's the other thing. Um, at the end of the appointment, I'm looking good. I'm doing great. Right. And they come in, and they're like, oh, yeah, so we just want to take a look at your x-rays. Last time, Dr. Sh- uh, I won't say the doctor's <laughs> name. That's, that's not great. Right. They're like, your doctor you saw last time, like, saw something and, like, wanted to look at. And so they pull up the fucking x-rays. Right. And, and of course, the, the, the doctor who's coming in to do the exam after the cleaning is taking fucking forever. Right. Because she has a million to get to. Right. And so I'm just sitting there with the hygienist, like, trying to make small Shoot talk. shit, yeah. And I'm like... Um, and I'm looking at the screen, and I'm, like, looking at all the x-rays. I'm like, that's actually pretty cool. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out which pictures are which right, teeth. Right, And she explained to me that it's, oh. like, it's, like, looking directly on. It's, like, you're looking at your face straight up, and, like, the teeth you see up top. It's, gotcha. like, if they, basically, it's like, if they took your jaw and exploded it. Yeah, yeah, And you're yeah, looking yeah. at, that's how it is on their screens. Okay, and so, okay. what they ended up looking at is, like, in these front teeth, one of them, there's a root. Instead of going straight, bad radio, up and down, yeah. it does a little squiggly. Really? The root goes like up and down and around. Ooh. Like a fucking, like a shepherd's... Uh, the root of teeth freak me the fuck out. Yeah. Because it, it just, I, I just think of how painful it must be if anything like touches. needed to like happen with those. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, so we don't think it's anything serious probably, but we're going to send your x-rays to an oral surgeon to see if you need a root canal or, like, or like oral surgery. I no, I oh and I'm like, God. dude, are you fucking kidding me? Jesus. Like what? Just leave me alone. Like let me like yeah to see if you can keep the tooth. Like what? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. I bet if you never went to the fucking dentist, yeah. you would just be fine. I actually made a comment to the dentist that I thought was was funny. Right. And she didn't like laugh, she just like like responded seriously. I was like I was like, it's a good thing I like live in this area. Because we were talking about how she was looking at my old x-rays. Because this is how much time we had to fucking kill <laughs> right, between right. my cleaning and exam. Um, and I'm like, we're looking at my x-rays from like five years ago. I'm like, And she's like, oh, yeah, your wisdom teeth were pretty impacted. It's a good thing you got those pulled. I'm like, yeah. I was like, it's a good thing we like we live today so that this didn't I didn't like die from that. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> and, she, and she was like, yeah, like, yeah, it's true. I didn't get it. Because it's true, dude. You it's fucking so would. You know I would. It's so well, also, too, 
maybe if this was far enough in the past, we just would have needed those teeth. Because, like, that's evolution but I'm at talking, play there. I'm talking, like, 1760s. Okay. Like, dude, I would have right. died from that shit. I would have I <laughs> right. been, like, 30. Right. And, like, one of my, my like, impacted wisdom teeth that came out a little but didn't fully come out would have gotten infected and it would have, yeah. like, gone up a root to my brain and Your killed brain. me. There's <laughs> no question. Right. Also, right. I would, also, because of braces, I have a good smile. Right. Uh, dude, my teeth would have been a fucking wreck. For, Mine you, would have, too. My teeth... I, you have 32. Right. The normal human has right. 32. I have 24. What? I have 24. You got that many teeth pulled? My wisdom teeth are all gone, and four of my pre, pre-molars are gone. Wow. Because they were like, your teeth are too big for your mouth. Interesting. So I have like... I'd have to get any pulled when I had braces, yeah, which was good. Well, so if you have no wisdom teeth, then you And have, I have no wisdom teeth. You have 28. Okay. Then. So okay. like, if, no, if you don't have wisdom teeth, you have 28 yeah. teeth. Yeah. yeah I have 24. Yanked. Yeah. Wow. So so fascinating time. It's a the fucking dentist. racket, dude. I mean, how come every time they need me to like to fill in the same shitty form that I always fill out? Like we just need you to update your information. Like, well, I was just like, here. Why? Like so... my name and fuck right. my name and age Figure it or out. my name and birth date haven't changed. I don't know, man. Maybe what are they keeping like records in like sand? Are they etching them like they yeah, they what? might be. And you know what they also do is they give me when I leave like a little card with the date of my next appointment. Which is like a year from now. You think I'm holding on to this shit? And I they, throw it away immediately. I do too. Well yeah. and and also they just call me mm-hmm. and text me and send me an email when it's almost time for the appointment. Right. And there's and nothing like, worse me until I confirm. There's nothing worse than getting the call. Than getting the call. Because it's always like, you know what it is? You've forgotten about it. And it's always like a week out, and you're like, Shh, do I have shit that day? Like, you always think you have more time than you do. You're like, I, I think I have a dentist appointment coming up, but it might not be till next month. And then you get the call the next day. There's like no better feeling, though, dude, than when. So, the way we do it is at, at, at my dental office, is you leave and then you immediately set up your six month check. Oh, yeah, me too. And, uh,. There's no better feeling than than them being like, "How's July?" Right. I'm like, "That date's never happening." Yeah. How's July 49th sound? <laughs> right. It's like right. Right. there is no such thing because like, I may probably as, won't get there. Yeah, yeah. There may as well not be. And in my mind, I'm like, "Oh, I never have to go to the dentist my, again." Like, yeah, my next dentist appointment is July 17th. Dude, it's so far away. It's so far. It's never coming. No, it will. It may as well be July 16th right now. I, yeah, of, with me like dreading having to go. I know. Fuck the dentist. It's not a fun time. Fuck the dentist. I always try to crack jokes with them. Here's one last thing. One last thing is the hygienist says she's cleaning my teeth. She's like, sorry about... There's like a fucking CCR song on. She did not know her audience. Yeah. Because, uh, who could blame her? She wouldn't. But she's like, yeah, sorry about this. Uh, the music. She's like, I put it on Coldplay Radio on Pandora. And she's like, for some reason, it's giving me all these oldies. She's like, it's like I've heard like five Tom Petty songs. And I'm like... Okay, and like, that, like this is fine. Like I like CCR. She's like, yeah, but like all day, it's a little much. I disagreed, but shut up, so she can continue to scrape the back of my teeth. <laughs> right. Um, and then what song came on? It was um, that Snow Patrol song. What's it called? Chasing Cars. Yeah, great song. That song came on, and she's like, "See, it's been this stuff all day." And at first, I did, so first of all, I didn't say anything at first. I was like, I was like, "Yeah, is this the fray?" She's like, "Yeah, I think it is." And then I thought about it, and while she's still cleaning, I waited for a moment. For her to pull yeah, implements yeah. out, I was like, actually, it's Snow Patrol. Sorry. She's like, I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> and also, if you put it on Coldplay Radio, I, the first thing I would expect yeah. is fucking Snow Patrol. Dude, we got Snow Patrol. We got The Fray later. Yeah. We, we got um, uh, Cable Car. And we got Keen. Like, 
Okay, that's Coldplay wheelhouse and, shit right there. And it made me think that she's just not very fucking music literate. Clearly not. Because she was like, yeah, it's been the stuff like this. Then the fray came on and she was cool with that. Okay. Like, I don't like her. Uh, she was nice. She, did, yeah. she was a dental hygienist. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's yeah. like... I don't know. It, I always just feel like I'm just on a. I just am a different type of person than. than yeah. Them. Yeah. Because they ask me, like, because because you know you go in and you're like, this is a person who picked money over their passion a hundred times out of a hundred. Probably their passion was not to scrape fucking plaque off teeth. No, it wasn't. No, it just fucking right. flat wasn't. You're right. It was easier than being a doctor. It was easier than being a dentist. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. And and so they do it because it's going to pay well. Yeah. And they're like good people. They're smart people. Yeah. They're smart people. Yeah. But whenever they ask me what I do, I'm like, yeah, I'm in like curriculum, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, what'd you study? My like, communications and journalism. You know, they're just like rolling their little, oh, this yeah. kid's fucking dumb. Right. He, what did he get on his SATs? Right. And it's like, you know what? Don't judge me. Right. Fucking dental hygienist. That could all just be internalized. Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 But I think it. Right. And so they may as well say it because your reality <laughs> is just your perception, Sean. <laughs> Vice versa. Yeah, yeah, I, that's the truth, Jake. That's absolutely the truth. So how's that? That's that's quite a fucking dentist. The dentist, rant. man. The the, dentist. It brings it out of me. Yeah. It's, it's a weird place. I fucking hate the dentist. I will say that this is the last thing, I okay. swear. Are you a good patient or like a, or like a fidgety, worried patient? I'm a good patient. I'm easy to work on. I'm, I'm a, I'm a good patient too, good. and I'm also not like seven years old, so they don't tell me that anymore. No, they don't tell me that. I either. used to be a bad patient when I was a kid. Oh, really? It used to be very bad because I would be very anxious. I would cry. I would like really? hate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been good as far back. I've been as a I good remember. boy. Yeah, no, no, no. But here's why I ask because like my mom, for example, still freaks out at like any dental appointment right. or doctor's appointment. Right. I I just and, like, sit there and take it because I'm like, well, it's gonna be the over. only way I just gotta get through it. And she'll know? she'll if she's gonna give blood, she'll like pull her arm away a few times. I just fucking sit there and do it. You just gotta get through it. Yeah, yeah you just do it. I, I don't give blood. The only time I get that is like when I get blood work done. Maybe I, your blood work. Whatever. Maybe I should give blood. Yeah, I probably should. They could use it. Yeah. I haven't done it since... I should also do that bone marrow thing, too. Yep. My, my brother-in-law did that. I've Gave heard... bone marrow. <laughs> Save somebody's fucking life. It's pretty cool that you have a brother-in-law, by I the way. I know, yeah. That's kind I of do like just, referring to it as sort of, brother-in-law. You can just sort of drop that Yeah, down. yeah. Wow. Damn. I know, we're getting old. That, 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 you know what? You just impressed me, and, like, I know you and him. <laughs> right. And I right. knew he was that. But does it seem like this? Ooh, like this. Like, oh, yeah. Sean's, like, figured it out. <laughs> Literally did nothing. <laughs> Your sister got married. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, All right. Well, are you ready to dive in? I hope that was entertaining for some people. I hope so it too. It was not for me. Uh, yeah. Because it was just like vaguely painful, probably to go. <sighs> Fuck going to the dentist. <clears throat> I know. It's the worst. It's it's not. It's actually just like it really helps. Sounds like a yeah. It's like a great thing. Like for a you. minor inconvenience. All right. So we got hot thoughts. A few things there. Show and tell. Recommendations. It's going to be a quickie. Yes, it will. It will. Uh, okay, let's dive in. Let's do it. Here. Do you think this Woodwick candle is going to get picked up? I don't If it, whatever. It smells nice. So It's a nice ambience. Yeah, it smells nice. Feels like we're next to a campfire. Fucking full log fire. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> Clearly. We're in my, like, kind of too cold office. No, I, I, it's fine. I like it. Wouldn't have been fine like a couple like last week when it was oh, God. like I know. literally Fuck. zero degrees. It would not have been fine. 
Let's just make sure we're not muted. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one.